Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com. Or moose poop, apparently, and get on a, on a flight these days. They stop them to inspect it, but ultimately they let the poop go through. Really? The TSA actually uh, put a photo on Instagram mm-hmm. of this bag of moose poop that a traveler leaving Juneau had with them. And uh, they said, while TSA has no policies that would prevent you from traveling with a bag of animal poo, we strongly suggest you check with your airline on their specific <laughs> policies. Hmm. So Now, what if the airline makes you sit oh. in the seat that is covered with moose poop? <laughs> That's like a valid this, like, question. Like the seat that was covered with vomit the other day. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This is Mike. Hello, Mike. Hey, Greg. What's up? What's going on, Mike? I know Danielle already mentioned Hot Tub Time Machine, but uh, Rob Corddry's character, Lou, he does two phenomenal things. He invents Lugal, and he headlo- and he uh, is the lead singer of Motley Lou when he goes back in time. Yes. <laughs> Motley Lou. That's yeah. right, man. Motley Lou. That's a good movie, Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes. Yeah, it is. That's great great movie. good movie. I have a question for you based on this discussion about time travel. Okay. Okay. I'm just thinking about time travel. What if your luggage gets gets lost in 1776 or something oh. like that? Where are my pantaloons? How, how, how long right. would it, how long would it take to get your luggage back if right. it got lost in in, a, in another century? And like Ben Franklin finds that sex toy you had in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then what happens? Yeah. Um, all right. Here's an obscure reference from Dan. Hello, Dan. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Dan? Uh, obscure reference would be uh, Pleasantville. Toby McGuire goes back, uh, and they get a real cherry Coke. Right. Oh, they get that a was, real cherry Coke. That was a good yeah. movie. Yeah, they went back. Everything was in black and white. I don't think I saw Do you remember that? that. Was that a good movie? It was. Reese Witherspoon, I believe, was his sister, and she was kind of loose. I'm, but then they both go back to the 50s, yeah. and she kind of learns like you know, what a gentleman is and stuff like I'm, that. I'm getting that confused <clears throat> with that Jim Carrey movie where they lived in the like the fake community that was on... Oh, the Truman the, Show? Yeah, the Truman yeah. Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like... But that's like, whenever we talk about those kinds of communities, it reminds me of that weird AF uh, community in Florida that Disney owns... Where they they do all the fire department and the like Disney owns celebration everything. yes, which is like a, a mm. weird experiment thing I feel like that's going on behind our backs and that we don't know about. Mm. I think the you whole know? state of Florida is a weird experiment. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I don't um, think you should be surprised about anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to this. And now it's your turn to talk. As the Hillman Morning Show presents Hill Mail. Okay, 30 seconds. Kettle, question mark. Black, question mark. Crazy face. I don't know. Shoe. I think they need, like, weed. They're like in a Twilight Zone. Uh, did you hang out? On WAAF. I'm surprised that Scott hasn't called to talk about Charlie Coyle yet today. <laughs> mm, well. What time do you think that's going to happen? What's uh, can we get an update on Stanley's poll before we yeah. play our Hillmail voicemail messages back? Stiz Grimey is off today. 
he's trying to quit smoking because Danielle said that she'd go on a date with him if he quit smoking. So he's at home pacing around outside his uh, double-decker in Chelsea trying to trying to not smoke a butt. Uh, but we still put Stanley's poll up. And the question was whether you will be watching the Boston Bruins tonight in Game 3 of Round 2 or whether you will be watching your Boston Celtics tonight in Game 2 of Round 2. And it's still overwhelmingly the Bruins at really? 84%. Really? Yeah, yeah. Ten percent for the Celtics and six uh, percent uh, Oak Island still holding on the oh, Oak yeah. Island finale. Six <laughs> percent will be watching Maddie Blake in the Oak Island uh, season finale. I think those, that six yeah. percent is Maddie and his family voting. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Probably. Did they find right. anything though? So the so the Bruins dominating. What what's what is going to be on your television? Yeah, but but I think it's because they started seven and the yeah, Celtics. I don't think eight, it, and I don't think I don't think forget. that's the point of the question. But thank you. Um, today's Hill Mail voicemail messages are brought to you by East Coast Metal Roofing. <laughs> it could ruin a wet dream. What? Uh, reach out to them today and learn more about their spring into savings program. Yeah. WAF listeners get 10% off a brand new metal roof. EastCoastMetalRoofing.com. That's EastCoastMetalRoofing.com. And right now, for you, here are the very best Hillmail voicemail messages of the previous 24 hours. Monday, 3.28 p.m. Uh, hey, Ness. Ness, hello? Yeah, there's, um, there's actually a from my seat here. Uh, excuse me, sir. You, you actually you threw up on your seat. No, no, there's not. I don't think that's possible. I couldn't have thrown up on my seat. Yeah, no, sir, you threw up on your seat. You're going to have to sit there. Ridiculous. You know what? I'm gone. That's it. I'm, I'm leaving. End of message. <laughs> 4.41 a.m. Yeah, Mike Shue, I know we've got new intro day coming up. Can we please just at least include one clip from this past intro for the month of April? The Scott from Weymouth clip where he's, uh, you, you hung up on me? Really? <laughs> Oh, my God. Please just keep that in every intro. Every intro. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> End of message. Oh, that's good. 5.49 a.m. So the police don't know where the lasers are coming from by Logan? Isn't Logan near the water? Yeah, obviously it's coming from the sharks. End of message. I think yeah. the, um, but the lasers were up near the airport, the Merrimack yeah, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence Airport. Yeah. But that is a scary thing. Oh, big time. Yeah. And Especially the way it lights up the cockpit. It wasn't... Right. <laughs> can you repeat that? Oh. Flight um, deck. Uh, it wasn't It wasn't laser pointers. It was like blue lasers yeah. that were aimed at a plane last yeah. night. It's kind of scary. Not cool. 5.55 a.m. So Danielle disclosed a life hack for us yesterday about how to soften butter at a restaurant when the butter packets are cool. And by putting it in a bra, not a bad idea. Not that I wouldn't mind seeing that. But the real question some of us have is, if you had to soften a stick of butter quickly, a whole stick of butter, how would you do that? (laughs) Just curious. End of message. Well, in that case, you fill a glass with hot water, empty it out, and then invert it over the stick of butter. And it will soften quickly. Another life hack for you. 6.17 a.m. LB, you're the Ralph Mouth of the morning show. You remember Ralph Mouth from Captain's and he had a Plotsy Weber, too. End of message. 
liked Ralph Melf. His I dad was an uh, optometrist, if I remember correctly. Uh, Potsy was what was Potsy's deal? That was uh, like a generally like a a good a good guy. Yeah, like a, yeah. Right? nice guy. Yeah. yeah, not so sharp. Not, not, yeah, <laughs> need a ride home. Oh, yeah. Gullible. Six twenty nine a.m. The only new smokes from the seventies and eighties were the ones that literally smoked. Now we were talking uh, about longtime Boston television news anchor, male news smoke, Tom Ellis, who passed away yesterday and uh, about the fact that during his period of time on the news, there was no such thing as a news smoke. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And so whether or not you believe that the news has changed for the better... Or whether you feel like it's it's worse. I, I think during his time up until the 80s, there weren't a lot of female anchors. No. Yeah. I wonder if, uh, I wonder who was the first female news anchor of the 6 p.m. news in Boston. Was it Natalie Jacobson? Or was it Uma Pemarashu? <laughs> that's a later, yeah, much later. But okay. I, uh, I know that Tom Ellis did the news with Natalie and Chet. Mm-hmm. And then he went on and did the news with um, the woman from Evening Magazine. Uh, what was her name? Robin. Oh. Robin something or another. Yeah. Um, but the, Robin, Robin Young. Young. Robin Young. Yeah. Are you able to Google who the first female anchor was? Barbara in, Walters. Uh, not here no, in, in Boston. Boston. In Boston. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of. I I need a little bit more time to to research. You no. Know, a texter says that Robin Young was indeed the first news smoke. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was Veronica Corningstone. Several people uh, yeah. are suggesting yeah. that it might have been uh, <laughs> might have been her. Hot. I don't uh, I don't have any information on that. But Tom Ellis was on every single station in our market, which has never been done again. Oh, Ron Burgundy's on the phone. Oh, yes, good. Mr. Burgundy. Hello, Gregory. What's happening? Just wanted to let you know that the first woman anchor was Veronica Corningstone. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Great character. Six forty-one a.m. Yo, even though I didn't show, walking still, see my pole. Guess what? I don't smoke cigarettes no more. I just switched to skull. End of message. <laughs> I just switched to skull. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Stiz Grimey is not here today, but he will be back tomorrow. Uh, Let's see. Here's a text asking if it is possible that Liz Walker was the first female anchor, and I I don't think she was. No, Natalie Uh, was before her. Natalie, but but Liz Walker was the first African-American television news anchor, I believe, in Boston. She was the first woman of color. First woman. Okay, first woman. So, and then of course you had Shelby Scott, but she was not an anchor. She was just out on the scene in the middle of the snowstorm right. or the uh, or the the flood or the blizzard, or she was putting herself at risk left and right. Uh, let's see. Here's a seven seven four text of a serious note that says, "I like it when the news was reported and not sensationalized." Well, that's all. That's a whole discussion about what uh, what the what the television news needs to do to compete 
with the social media platform. Mm-hmm. So if you have everybody getting your news off of the Twitter, right. then you have to sensationalize it a little bit with news smokes and dramatic announcer reads and breaking uh, news. Yeah, and alliteration. Right. You got to yeah. you, you have to name every storm and you have to <laughs> You know, you you have to be very dramatic about it to try to lure. There's nothing wrong with that. They're trying to get the viewers. Can you imagine? I mean, obviously, with newspapers, we're used to this at this point that that news is uh, vastly outdated by the time the paper comes out in the morning. But can you imagine going back even ten years ago and telling yourself that when you watch the news on television at six o'clock, it's likely already outdated because of things like Twitter. Mm-hmm. Can you even yeah, admit, like wrap right. your head around that yeah. 10 15 years ago? It's unbelievable. It's unreal. Well, listen, I always tell because I'm an old man, I always mention to the uh to the youngsters that they're and and I was uh I was a part of delivering the news at an early age because I was a paper boy. Uh that the I used to deliver the afternoon edition of the newspaper. So there was the morning edition of the newspaper and then they would go to work, right to work. Uh, creating the afternoon edition of the newspaper. <laughs> right. and, and and people had to have that. So, yeah. like, think about that. Like, you had to wait until 4 o'clock or if I were stopping to play uh, a little uh, sandlot baseball, oh. 5 or 6 o'clock, uh, you'd have to wait until the afternoon news would come to know what had happened during the day because there was no other way to find that stuff out. Uh-huh. And it. by sandlot baseball, you mean ice cream? Uh, no, oh. <laughs> no, there was no ice cream place that uh, <laughs> I did not want to put the effort in to ride my bike to the ice cream place. The only place I could have gone was Erickson's, uh, and it was too far away. Did anyone ever say to you, "You're killing me, small hands"? Uh, no, no, they did not. <laughs> no, they no, they did not. Uh, all right. Um, it is 8.15, and there's a story in the news today about a couple of guys who were handing out marijuana. Oh, where was this? It was, uh, it was, it was uh, Madison, Wisconsin, Oh, and they were handing it out as a sacrament at church. Yeah, why not? And so... I want to get to that story in Madison, Wisconsin. Yes. Not a Pastafarian church, a Rastafarian church. Correct. And um, the Madison City Attorney's Office is upset because these two dudes were handing out marijuana as a sacrament. Yeah. And I wonder if they found that the attendance grew by 150%. I would think Uh, so. you 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 would think so? Now, uh, you cannot purchase or sell marijuana or THC-based products in (laughs) Madison or in Wisconsin, but the Rastafarian Church was able to find this legal loophole to be able to bring the marijuana in for their services. And since last month, the founder of Lion of Judah House of Rastafari said about 6,000 people have since rolled up to the church to become members. See what they did there. Um, (laughs) However... The city attorney's office started looking into the church practices and a cease and desist notice was sent uh, under the guise of being a drug nuisance. And Jennifer Zavalli is the assistant to the city attorney. They are claiming to be a church. I have not seen any documentation or anything that supports that they are in fact a church. They're just fronting the church so they can sell cannabis. (laughs) So what were they like? Was the communion like you walk up and... 
They hand you a joint? Or they hand like, you a 25 milligram like edible <laughs> and say, dose carefully. Right. Then you can ask for a second one if you have a higher tolerance. Here's your, here's your, here's your brownie. <laughs> yeah, the wafers. They, they were edibles. They argue that the both the First Amendment and the Religious Freedom Restoration Act protect them protects them and allows them to use marijuana as part of their religious practice. And they say that because it's a nonprofit church and they use cannabis to meditate and for the purpose of uplifting their mind, body, and spirit, it is therefore considered legal under Wisconsin law. So, so I think this this will be a very interesting uh, mm-hmm. uh, bit of case law, I think, if this mm-hmm. winds up going to any kind of trial or anything. Yeah. Well, listen, I mean, there are all kinds of things that you are allowed to do when it comes to freedom of religion. Oh, yeah. Right. Depending right. on what you're... I mean, that was the like case. Everything. I was kidding before about the Pastafarians, but um, I think that's been... I think that's been proven in in court that they can wear the uh, strainer, the, the pasta strainer on their head uh, because it's their. They claim that it's their religion. You know how you know you're a church is when they give you tax exempt status, right? And that recently happened with the Church of Satan up mm-hmm. in Salem. They're claiming now they have their tax exempt, so the federal government has recognized them as an actual church and religion. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if these Rastafarians can get tax-exempt status yeah. from the federal government, uh-huh. then they're all set. Yeah, and if you're high, it helps you focus on uh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a front like Ozark. Oh. Uh, maybe oh, really? That, maybe that's oh, no, why. I ordered the blue Bible. Excuse <laughs> me. Right. Excuse me. This is the wrong one, sir. Hi. Hello, boatman. Hi. Uh, this texter wants me to say Rastafarian again. Did I say Rastafarian or something because I'm a mass hole? I don't know. I've lived here my whole life. I, it's a Rastafarian. Mm. Is that how one would yeah. say it? Sure. Are those Rastafari over there? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse is, me, my helicopter can't take off with all this smoke from your vapes. What is the like? What is the theory of the Rastafarian religion? What, what are the tenets uh, That of it? God is a living man, that he, uh, he walks here on earth among the men. Uh, most recently, he was recognized as, I believe, Haile Selassie, the former king of Ethiopia. Really? Was someone, I'm not sure. Oh, for how so- do you know so much about the Rastafarian? Well, I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Research. Yeah. Uh. They're total, you'd hate it, Greg. They're, they're all vegetarian. Really? Yeah, all vegetarian. Wait, what, what, so how do they fill themselves up when they get the munchies after service? <laughs> Carrots. If if, if, <laughs> Crudite. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I don't think I want to go to that church supper if right. it's like... Oh, yeah, all this, vegetarian. Oh. Yeah. And then they smoke the ganja to be closer to, to God. Oh, does it work? Well, it, uh, apparently so, it does. It yeah, depends right. on which strain you pick. It's been around for a long time. I saw this thing yesterday about Willie Nelson, where he was talking about how he grew up smoking cedar bark and oh. and, uh, and grapevines, <laughs> and then, and that he that he's been smoking since he was a kid, like everything that you could smoke. <laughs> um, this is the audio. I've been smoking something ever since i can remember i grew up smoking cedar bark grapevines and then somewhere along the lines bull durham cigarettes came in that's where i learned to roll pretty good uh, <laughs> so it's kind of been that way ever since i have been the official tester of reserve since its beginning so i probably tasted it before anybody else did 
I think it's like sex. It's all good. <laughs> There's a lot of people who are... <laughs> when you get to be of yeah. a certain age, yeah. you should not yeah. share your, your uh, intimate sexual uh, details with anybody. Nobody wants to hear it. What's reserve? His is that his line of pot? That's his. That's his line of weed. Oh, yeah. And he's the and official. He's, of he's course, the official tester. He's been testing it for like eighty years. <laughs> People always say, Willie, you get on the Willie's bus to smoke. Don't make any plans for the next couple of days. <laughs> it's like Snoop Dogg has said that. I mean, real heavy duty weed really? smokers are like, Don't, if you're going to smoke with Willie, be prepared. Well, was it Willie? Who snuck up onto the White House roof? <coughs> Excuse me, I'm not smoking right now. I'm just coughing. <laughs> and smoked during the Jimmy Carter administration, or was that one of the Beach Boys? No, I think it that was, was one of the Almond Brothers. It or, was. Wait, what, what do you guys? Will, Willie Nelson and Jimmy Willie? Carter's son. Oh, okay. Willie Nelson and Jimmy Carter's son. Yes. Which son was it? Mm, hold on a second. Uh, James Earl Carter the third. James, where are you? <laughs> Sure, it wasn't Billy. <laughs> no, Billy was drinking Billy beer. Right, he's up there pantsless. It's, what are you guys doing? <laughs> well, I mean, that's weird to... I mean, I don't know. Maybe I, I didn't grow... Where did he grow up? In Texas? Willie Willy? Nelson? Yeah. Um, yeah, or I like think Oklahoma he's a Texan. Or or something like that? Or, right. I mean, I, I didn't grow up there, so I don't know, but it seems weird to be smoking cedar bark. I Greg, guess whatever. When you're curious yeah. and you're very young, uh, it, you'll it, just it put anything in, in your dad's pipe and try to get it yeah. down and see what happens. Not for nothing, it worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this texter has a great point about the Rastafarian religion. Mm-hmm. Does the Catholic Church require a liquor license to serve wine? Mm-hmm. During communion. No, they don't. No, well, because that's not real wine, right? Uh, it's just representative of wine. Well, no, I think in some cases... No, that's... It's, it's, is it real? It, yeah. So they're giving that to kids? Well, it's representative of the body of the... Of, of the blood of, of the Christ. blood of Christ, yeah. not right. the... Yeah. They have a... a uh, evidently, in some places, they have a sacramental liquor license. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sure, well, I'm, they, sure, I'm uh, sure that's an extra fee in Massachusetts. What, 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 they, what they, like, have to get a... The, the church actually has to get a liquor license in some states? Yep. Wow. Huh. Hmm. That's crazy. But they don't pay taxes. Yeah. They give well, I guess they're paying somehow, yeah. right? Yeah. They give kids alcohol? Yeah, see, I don't... I've never seen a kid go be able to take wine at church. No. Ever. Is, That's why is. I thought it was fake, because you see like a lot of the, the Catholic school kids or whatever, and, and they're taking communion. That's not real wine. Well, didn't you used to see, when he was alive, Ted Kennedy get back in line for a second and third <laughs> uh, communion? <laughs> that was his, like, his thing. Don't bite the wafer. <laughs> Uh, here's a text that says cedar bark is better than the 200 chemicals that are in your dip, Greg. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm trying to quit. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm I don't trying. think you understand the concept of the word try uh, uh, or attempt. See. Can you chew um, cedar bark? I, <laughs> Put in a cedar bark yeah, dip? You probably mm, could. Cedar bark dip. Sounds you good. probably could. Uh, let's see. Here's a text that says Snoop Dogg smoked a joint in the bathroom in the White House while visiting Obama. Oh, oh I'm sure he did. <laughs> it's probably not that big of a deal now. It was a big deal when they did it when Jimmy Carter was in office because yeah. it was illegal everywhere. It wasn't a joint. But, it was a splizzle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. At your first communion... That is when you are allowed to have the wine in the Catholic Church. Uh, not in my church. So, uh, I'm sure that I'm sure there are some that that do it, but I've never, I've never, I've never seen a kid participate in the sacrament of the wine. 
even when they have their first communion? No. Oh, you get no. the wafer, but not the wine. Huh. Okay. Uh, let's see. Here's a text, 978 text from a practicing Catholic. It is real wine, and the kids can drink it. Wow. Probably the only reason they still go to church. Yeah. <laughs> Prom- <laughs> promote- Great. Promoting alcoholism. What is water? (laughs) Putting a buzz on for the Lord. Yeah. What about grape juice? Why don't they just use the grape juice? See, that's what I thought it was. It was like just a representative of the wine, which is supposed to be the the 401 text, Catholic school kid of 22 years. Yes, the kids drink the wine during the Really? Wow. Wow. All right. Mind blown. Way to follow through. (laughs) That's good. Catholic Church, we have exceptions for literally everything. Put that on a T-shirt. Well, they don't. The, the rules don't apply to themselves. No, I mean, of course the not. rules are for the followers. The rules aren't for them. All right, Danielle, thank you. It's eight twenty-seven, and coming up on Friday's show, I'm giving away Bruins tickets for Game Five. So it appears that most of you will be watching the Bruins game over the Celtics game tonight. That's good news. Mm-hmm. If you're listening during Friday's show, we will give you tickets to go to Game 5 at the Garden on Saturday. Be listening Friday. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm offering a little bit of calm to the citizens of Everett this morning. If you are listening right now, take a deep breath. Uh, It turns out, according to the career-building website Zipia, that Everett is the most stressed-out community in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Everett? What? Yeah. Wow. Because of the casino building. Uh, so, so, oh, maybe. So you no, think that's no. what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So, I blame Encore. Um, they ranked all of the cities in the United States, and Everett is number 20, the most stressed-out, number 20 most stressed-out city in the United it States. It made the top 20? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, made the top 20. What's going on over there? I don't there? know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that Stiz Grimey is over there in Chelsea and always causing all kinds of problems. <laughs> doing in, his business in, uh, in Everett. In Everett, doing his business in Everett. <laughs> um, Manchester, New Hampshire was 29th. Wow. Winooski, Vermont was 45th. Norwalk, Connecticut was 21st. Oof. And the community that many of you will join me and Danielle and maybe even Lindy in on June 1st was number 41. That is Old Orchard Beach, Maine. The stressful? 40, yes, the, stressed yes, out? They're stressed yeah, out. Yeah, you know why? Because you got to pay to go to the bathroom. Uh, that's probably a part of it, yeah. <laughs> uh, worried about the tidal wave that's going to take out the condo. Right. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't think you'd, you that there would be many seaside communities that would be stressed out, but right. apparently mm-hmm. Old Orchard Beach is one. So. They're not all really nice. Uh, I mean, yeah. you, know, you look at Atlantic City. Uh-huh. Hey, that was a um, good time. Norwalk's not the greatest place. They're on the ocean, right? Atlantic City is uh is is a is a is a is a fun place to go. We I, had the we had the golf tournament there yeah. a few years ago. It was yeah. fun. It was awesome. Um, Till I got lost. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were hanging uh, out at the uh, furniture store. No, no, but I uh, got lost, and then 
I was hanging out at the furniture store. Oh, you made it back on the flight. That was the most important thing. As long as you're there at the airport when everybody's leaving, that's the the best part. And and I want to thank, what airline did we fly? Anything well, goes airways. Uh, anything goes airways. Oh. Uh, as anything goes. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah. They, the, the people at the airport though were nice enough because I had no ID, no no identification, no nothing because I lost it. <laughs> we're all waiting for you. That's amazing. And they let me through. Uh huh. They somebody steal your wallet? Yes. <laughs> we don't know why. Uh, uh, well, I was partying and I <laughs> I got hoodwinked. Uh huh. Oh, that's why. Uh, let's see here. Here is a 978 text asking if the winner of the Bruins tickets also gets the opportunity to sit with me and my smokes at West End Johnny's before the game. <laughs> uh, I believe they're referring to the great Jackie Webb and her sister Janelle. Yes. Who were over there pregame the other day. And um, What's up, Webb twins? Hubba hubba. Um, and, of course, uh, they both do phenomenal work. Yes. Uh, when it comes to volunteering for the Greg Hill Foundation. Mm-hmm. But I will not be able to be at the game on Saturday because of the wedding I'm going through in the Bahamas. So. I think some people are uh, kind of relieved about that. Uh, yeah, probably. No you've jinx. Been, you've been tempting yeah. fate for some there's, time now, and there's I, don't, no I don't like it. No jinx. But we are giving away tickets during Friday's show for Bruins Game 5 at the Garden on Saturday. So be listening all morning Friday. Um, tomorrow morning, it's new intro day. And so we will debut the next new intro from Mike Shue at the start of the show tomorrow morning at 6. I and better then, start working on that. Uh, yeah, you better get going on that. <laughs> and then we'll have a, you know what, just grab some cedar bark and start smoking and uh, and you'll That's, come up with a great new intro. I just made try yeah. that. Thanks, Willie. Um, and then we'll have a rare content replay on that uh, also throughout <laughs> the day. Um, so, uh, Danielle. Yes. You were telling me that something we spoke about on the show a couple weeks ago that we thought was uh, ridiculous is now becoming a reality when it comes to a fast food chain. Yes, mainstream meatlessness. Burger King announced last month that they were going to do a trial run of the Impossible Whopper, which is the Whopper made using the Impossible Burger, which I think quite a few of you out there probably have tried by now. It's on a lot of restaurant menus. It's the only place you can get it. Um, and it's a it, there are there's absolutely no meat in the burger whatsoever. It's made from a protein that's cultivated from soybean roots, and it mimics the texture of meat. The trial went so well that Burger King now is going to make the Impossible Whopper available in all of its 7,200 branches across the U.S. by the end of this year. Really? Yep. So imagine if in the future it wasn't called Burger King, it was called Veggie, v- veggie Vegan King vegan or King? Uh, Veggie King. Wow. Uh, do you think they would ever <laughs> eliminate the, like, the burger from Burger King? I, no. I, better I, not. Because uh, no. that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just driving right into the harbor. Doesn't really We're getting work. rid of the cheeseburger in the United States. They've won. I'm done. It's Terrorists called, have won. It's called Burger King. <laughs> right? I tried one one time. Remember that we talked about on the show? Yeah. It, it does kind of taste a little bit like meat. It's, a, it's, it's pretty All good. All right. I'll give it a chance. You should give it a try. I'll give it a chance on give the way it, home. Give it a try. I'll smoke my cedar bark and see how it tastes. <laughs> we should. Our next blind. Well, again, this is the problem with the food being heat, heated up, but... At some point, our next blind food taste test challenge ought to be the best burger. Like, like the fast best, food burger? The, no, no. Oh, the, best no, burger, the be, burger No, the best burger, burger in Massachusetts. Yeah. All right. Let me that get, would be tough. Let me get Sully on the horn. Uh, who's Arthur that? Arthur Sullivan's. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, you, well, you always recommend that I place. Do. Yeah. So good. We um, could get a grill out back here, and that way they won't have yeah. to transport it. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. 
That's it's probably the best way to do that. What's the matter with you now? It might not be the same as their grill. You know, everybody has their own type oh, of grill. Well, you're going to have to just try to make for, it happen. No, no, I get here. that. I'm just saying from the restaurant perspective, they may try to argue that because they couldn't prepare it on their own proprietary equipment, it's not the same. Well, I think it's sad that they have no confidence in their product. Well, no, but you can't just do a grill because McDonald's, they cook their their Big Macs on a flat grill. Mm-hmm. And then, well, you can get those you now for griddle. your grill. Yeah, so you're going to get two grills? Sure. Yeah. And then oh, you okay. can be out there barbecuing all morning, big dog. Love Ob- it. Yeah. Ob- obscure reference, Demolition Man. Um, He had a graph burger. Uh, is that? I don't know what that was. I, that was a good movie, but... All uh, I remember, it was all Taco Bell because uh, <laughs> they won the fast food wars. Yes, yeah. they did. Yes, yes, they did. <laughs> all right. Um, let's get to the news, and the news this hour is brought to you by... Cars for Kids. Now would be a great time to clean out your garage and donate that old car to Cars for Kids. See how easy it is? Call today, one eight seven seven cars for kids or online at carsforkids.com. Felicity Huffman's plea has been moved up, and she's going to plead guilty on May 13th to charges that she took part in the sweeping college admissions cheating scam. They do believe that she is going to likely do some jail time as a result of really? this. Really? Yes. How much? Um, Year? Six no, months? Not a three ten. Months? I mean, they're looking for, I think, between like three and 21 months, but I mean, I She'd don't know. She'd be in some kind of a time. country club type prison, right? Yeah. Not a, She's not going to be in, <laughs> no. not doing a hard time? No. Yeah. Not federal, pee me in the A prison, like you heard in office space. Did you see the latest story of the family in China who paid $1 million to this guy so their daughter could go to Yale? I love I love the excuse. This is like excuses LB hasn't used yet. Yeah. So this family from China paid $1.2 million to Rick Singer so that their daughter could get into Yale. <laughs> and the I guess the daughter attended high school in California. And she was accepted after uh, Singer paid a $400,000 bribe to the former Yale soccer coach, who has been named in this case as well. Um, The attorney for the family argues that they were so unfamiliar with how people apply to college in the U.S. that they didn't know the counseling was illegal. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ignorance of the law, sir, That's is right. no defense. We're from China. We're not familiar with right. the laws. We don't know anything language, about that. Language right. barrier. In China, was, we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. The language barrier thing. <laughs> right, yeah. of course. Yeah. Even though she went to high school here in the United States. Well, she didn't know anything about anything. Sure, I'm sure she didn't. Mm-hmm. Here's a text that says there's no way that Felicity Huffman will do jail time because she's a celebrity. But mm. I don't I don't think that's true. I think they're gonna make some kind of a try to make some kind of an example out of her. Or maybe they'll make the example out of Lori Laughlin. I think they're yeah. gonna go after her because she's think so. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else is going on? There is a man in Gillette, Wyoming, who robbed a store and then applied there for a job later on. Oh. Very smart. (laughs) 36-year-old guy went to the Sportsman's Warehouse on Sunday, helped himself to a few different items while in the store. Uh, He did pay for a few items with a rewards card, but allegedly took sunglasses and ammunition without paying for them. Goes home a few hours later, comes back, and asks to fill out a job application. (laughs) <laughs> does so, leaves with two more pairs of sunglasses, allegedly without paying for them. Uh, police issued a citation for the alleged thefts. They were able to recover the items. Uh, we do not have the suspect's name, but it is understood that he did not get the job. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> what a surprise. Well, it was convenient, yeah. though, because he was right there. Right so he there. he's been robbing the place. Might as well... 
apply for a job while exactly. he's there. Exactly. Exactly. Was it? His, was he applying for like store security, or I mean, that would be the that's the job he'd be good right. at, right? Because Loss yeah. prevention. He can tell them out. Oh yeah, everything's <laughs> fine. Nothing to <laughs> see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, everybody's texting in that that uh, Stallone ate a rat burger yeah. in Demolition Man oh. with the underground people. So that's oh. what that text was about. No thanks. All right, what else? There's a big controversy in Poland. Artists and politicians are protesting because a piece of art that featured a naked woman eating a banana seductively has been called obscene. Oh. It's a 1973 video called Consumer Art by artist Natalia L.L. And it's been in a leading national gallery at the National Museum of Warsaw. Last week, they announced that they intended to remove the piece because the director of the museum was, quote, opposed to showing works that could irritate sensitive young people, unquote. So now people are concerned that the museum is censoring the content that's there. And many people have complained about that on social media, saying that that is the exact opposite of what the intention of art is. So now, thankfully, we have a movement afoot on social media where artists and others are posting photos of themselves eating bananas seductively in defiance of the museum's oh. decision. Well, maybe they're just doing the uh, the most recent viral challenge. Yes. Well, oh, um, the, the, the shell on? The, the shell on mm-hmm. challenge, y'all. <laughs> yes. Greg, do you have bananas here with you? you I usually, do. I maybe mean, you should support this artist. <laughs> seductively eat a banana. We'll leave the room. Well, I'm, I already cut my banana up and oh. put it on my peanut butter bread. Oh. So I don't think I can seductively... I could seductively eat one piece if you'd like. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that would be like Woody... Uh, uh, I mean, uh, Willie Nelson talking about sex. Nobody. <laughs> I don't think anybody would want to experience it. <laughs> There's like one viral challenge where you eat two bananas and drink a can of Sprite. And try not to get ill. Uh, again, yeah, that's the position what? I want to put myself in <laughs> for, for views again, and likes. Well, it's like the cinnamon challenge or what any one of these challenges in which you're doing horrible things to your body in Seriously. the name of oh in the name God. of becoming viral. Go would... water skiing. Do something fun. <laughs> yeah, climb a mountain. You know. <laughs> right. Um, the, uh, what's the name of this painting? Because I want to look the thing up. Uh, it is called Consumer Art. By Natalia LL. Okay. Uh, while you do that, and I, I don't know if you want me to bring this up on the air because it might upset the Teddy people, but yes. um, I noticed that previously you had quite a large supply of all-natural Teddy peanut butter that you yes. enjoy daily with your one slice of wheat toast yes. and sliced banana. Correct. And today yes. I'm seeing you've gone with the choosy mom's option of Jif oh. creamy peanut butter. What is going on here? I believe that Julia Hill took all of the Teddy's peanut butter to uh, college with her, and so I have none left. Why did you so even bring it home? Uh, so I am frugal. Cheap. Uh, I am, so I am using the Jif. That, yeah. But Jif is fine. Jif is I mean, awesome. Jif is good. Yeah, yeah it is. I, I prefer the Teddies to the Jif. Peanut butter is peanut butter. I, I was thinking, you know, the other day the Ken's uh, food people sent over uh, boxes and boxes yeah. of Ken's Italian salad dressing because we were talking about it as a marinade on yes. the show. Yeah. Thank you. And so I was thinking of adding a little Ken's salad dressing no. to yeah. my peanut no. butter and banana toast. How do you think that would taste? No, don't be uh, that guy. It wouldn't be that don't good? Don't be that uh, guy. Ken's so, salad dressing, y'all. Right, challenge. Put I mean, it on everything. Right? Maybe if you maybe if you toasted the bread a little bit. I, I don't know. Salad dressing and bananas. Wait, wait can you tell me what Italian. this painting? You distracted me. What is this painting called again? Consumer art. Consumer art. 
Look up painting. sexy banana Poland uh, painting, mm, and then mm. he might get a Pornhub channel. That's what I'm yeah, trying to get him to do. Shh. <laughs> I want to. I want him to take like, the bait. Can I just say, Pornhub is just littered with Game of Thrones stuff right really? now. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, it's appropriate. What Especially I? the uh, who was it that had their first sex scene? Maisie Williams Arya? there. Arya. That's like uh, is, it, is that her name in the show? Arya. Yes. That's like all Arya. Over. Arya. You know, some people say it wrong. Arya. It's not Arya like an opera. It's Arya. Okay. Really? And yeah. Well, uh, George Martin uh, has confirmed that uh, that it's Arya. But yeah. So you see a lot of Game of Thrones. Porn? Oh, it's clogging up the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. It's George R R Martin. Oh, what did I say? Are you going to get me? You forgot the R R, the very important part. Uh, you know, I write it that way for a reason. I like when people get get upset if you don't use their middle. Like I use my middle initial in my signature, but I like when people are like, uh, it's E. I use my middle <laughs> initial. Please put the A. It's John A. Pastor. Well, I mean, I guess if you have a name like George Martin, in his case, there was already a famous George Martin, which mm. was the Beatles producer. Right. Oh. Right. So maybe that's why he wanted to make sure that he used his RR initials. I don't know. Mm. Uh, let's see. Here's a text that says, I am pregnant. Uh, this is going back to the six o'clock hour <laughs> in which we discussed a woman who was pregnant and ordered a pizza to be delivered to the hospital just as she was about to go into delivery and she ate the whole thing. <laughs> um, but this texter says, I am pregnant and I dip my bananas in French dressing. Oh, but disgusting. Isn't, isn't French kind of a little sweet, or am I thinking of Catalina? I'm thinking of Catalina. French is, yeah, but it's also kind of uh, tangy. Like, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It's got a twang to it. Yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> but, but no. Ah, uh, pregnancy. Yeah. Not mine. Oh, and visually, that's frightening because it's orange. Yes, right? it is. It's like blaze yes, orange. Yes, it, it's, yeah. yeah, creamy orange color. Mm. Obscure reference to the guy getting the job. Uh, who was robbing the place, Empire Records. The thief gets a job. That's a good movie, Empire Records. You ever seen it? Yeah. Good movie. All right, what else, Danielle? This year's Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue will have the first burkini in it. Really? Yep. Huh. Halima Aden is the model's name. She'll be the first woman to sport a hijab and burkini in the magazine. The issue comes out May 8th, and uh, Sports Illustrated revealed this information yesterday. They said, uh, we've, we've had a lot of uh, moments during these various shoots where, you know, it was very emotional for people because this was a big moment and inclusion and they're, you know, blazing trails and whatnot. And people are, people are, some people are excited about it. Some people are confused. One time I took my shirt off at the Ocean Park Beach and somebody said, please go put a burkini on and cover, <laughs> uh, cover yourself up. So, um, but it doesn't seem like the burkini, I mean, it's, it's, I feel like you'd be hotter at the beach in a burkini. Yeah, I, probably. I, but I'm I, guessing. I, but I understand that yeah. the, you know, some countries don't allow women right. to wear bikinis. And I like that. I like I like that she's in Sports Illustrated because yeah. it's going to piss those countries off yeah. that she's in a magazine yeah. with a bunch well, of I don't girls think, with bikinis. I mean, listen, Iran issued a fatwa on game shows yesterday. Right. I don't think they're selling the swimsuit, the Sports <laughs> Illustrated know, right? swimsuit edition over there. Are game shows your biggest yeah. threat, yes. really? <laughs> uh, that comes out on May 8th. Is that when that comes out? Correct. I think. All right. Thank you, Danielle. You're welcome. I shared a link to Consumer Art on my Twitter feed. So you can go there. Greg Hill, W-A-F, is the way that you can follow me on Twitter. 
and you can take a look at that painting and find out whether you think it is obscene, like the art police in Poland. That's Greg Hill, WAAF, to follow me on Twitter. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Greg Hill 107. That's Greg Hill 107. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 